Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. Welcome, welcome, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the whole wide, beautiful, amazing, wonderful world. Hello and welcome to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, at least in this 10 seconds. <laughs> and if you so desire, for the next roughly hour or so, your Living Well Empowerment Agent, unless of course you desire for me to be your Living Well Empowerment Agent beyond the hour, which is totally doable and absolutely fantastic, and how does it get even better than that? And what the heck is a Living Well Empowerment Agent, you might be wondering if you don't already know about me. <laughs> um, it, actually, it's kind of simple. I'm, I'm a person who you might call when you'd like your ass kicked and when you'd like to have a different perspective about being on this planet and um, rather than perhaps having a purpose and a passion, perhaps you might be having possibilities to create change in your life, in your body, and in this amazing world we have here. So how does that sound? <laughs> how does that land in your universe? Changing the world. I know that's kind of, that might be kind of a tall order for some of us. It's certainly, I don't say that often in regards to like what I desire to be doing. I do, however, get that that is sort of a, 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 one of the side effects, one of the potential byproducts of what we choose. Everything that we choose, everything that we be, everything that we create, everything pretty much, everything <laughs> does actually create something in regards to the world and, in fact, does change the energy. Whether you're changing it for something awesome and amazing and fun or whether you're changing it to something or for something that is not so awesome and amazing and might suck, you're still changing the energy. And you kind of do that just by the presence that you be. Have you ever, like, got that? Maybe, sort of? You might have heard me say that a few times if you've listened to my show before. And if you haven't, and it's your first time, welcome. And don't worry if you're already wondering what the heck I'm talking about. It'll catch up. <laughs> and you don't necessarily have to cognitively understand what I'm talking about to actually receive anything from this show. So if you have not already joined us in the chat room, please do so. We are having a big happy time here on Friday, February. Oh, it's not February. I'm jumping into the future. <laughs> Let me just, hello, hello. We're still in January. Okay, January the 29th. And in this 10 seconds, we're on a live show, and I would love it if you would bring you, your body, your questions, your awarenesses, and your potency to the party. You can do that by clicking on the word chat room in the beautiful red bar near the top of your screen uh, given if you are already on the A2Zen website, which if you are listening, I'm kind of gathering that you probably are. <laughs> so um, you can also look near the top of your screen if you would like to c call in live with a question, a comment, an awareness, or, you know, whatever. Um, you can call in in the U.S., you can call in in Canada, you can call in in the U.K., and if none of those numbers works for you, you can actually Skype us here at a2zen.fm. You don't have to wait for a, a response to your contact request. You just click the contact request, uh, and you can call. 
and actually I think on the website you can actually just click the call icon. So dial in, tune in, turn on, and today we are talking about something that, wow, I when this topic came up, I had a kind of, you know, cognitive, intellectual, and some experiential sense of what uh, we were going to play with. And little did I know that I was going to have my ass kicked a couple of times, maybe even a few hundred times, we could say, uh, before the show actually aired. So welcome to my <laughs> interesting universe. And we're going to talk about what is your potency costing you. Yeah. This is such a fascinating topic to me. Potency is something that uh, is just endlessly interesting. So, yeah, have you allowed yourself to play with this question? Have you begun to acknowledge the potency of you? <laughs> yeah, anybody? Uh, and if there was no wrong way to do that, would you be willing to start that now? So potency can show up in limitless ways. and I can tell you it will most certainly not look like any way that you could imagine it would show up or at any time that you would imagine it would show up. <laughs> so the question is, will you let it work for you or will you let it destroy you? So are you ready to have a different perspective on your potency today, even for maybe five minutes? Oh, that's interesting because in, I'm almost perceiving from a number of people a no. <laughs> so for all of you who are having a no, cool. Go and, you know, play a video game or go do, what is that Candy Crush Saga thing? I don't even have any idea. I just see commercials for it. You know, whatever that is, if you don't want to be having a different perspective on your potency, then you don't have to. That's cool. All of you who actually are curious about having a different perspective on your potency, let's play, shall we? So, potency, let's just talk about first the word. I find it to be an interesting word. And and here's something that is really, now, this will all kind of, I'll, I'll be referring back to this probably a couple times. Um, the first thing, of course, I do is I look up the etymology. And there's this fabulous online etymology dictionary. So, I thought this was really kind of fascinating. In the early 15th century, from the Latin word, potentum, the nominative is potens, it actually is meaning powerful. And in the present participle of poter, it is to be powerful from another form called potis, it's powerful, able, capable, and possible. And then when you're speaking in regards to persons, it's better, preferable, chief, principal, strongest, foremost. So Here's another interesting thing. Uh, oh, and then from the, uh, I'm not sure what this refers to, the P-I-E root, which is poti, I believe is how you pronounce it. It's powerful as in lord. And then one of the cognates is, a, is the Sanskrit, uh, paki, I believe. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that correctly again. Now, this is what I found intriguing. That one actually refers to master or husband, and in the Greek, it's posis, and in Lithuanian, patis, which also refers to husband, meaning it, uh, the meaning often associated with that was having sexual power, and the word was first recorded in 1899. Now, let's just let's just look at this for a second. 
you know, I've been playing with different energies around all things to do with sex here in the last few months. And um, and what I found kind of interesting, uh, if, you, if any of you heard the show last year, one of the shows that I did was called Are We Eating for Sex? And one of the things that I did in preparation for that show is I looked up the word, the etymology of sex, the word sex. And what I found really intriguing was that um, one of the first applications of the word sex was actually to determine whether a body was to be identified as male or female. And that was really intriguing to me at the time um, because I thought, like, the energy that really waved at me or showed up to me was, in that sense, we were using it to separate the two of us, male and female, and the word sex used in X was actually referring to the joining together <laughs> of bodies. <laughs> so I thought that was what, kind of interesting how that showed up. So when I looked this up and see, and and I noticed that it was early in the early usage, it was largely referring to the masculine. Uh, I thought, isn't that interesting? And and I have heard in the different context of breeding circles um, with horses and with dogs, you know, there there is reference to the male of those animals who, as being potent or virile, uh, and that is often spoken with regard to their capacity or their possibilities of, of having, producing offspring. Now, for me, <laughs> because I did show up in a woman's body this time around, Firstly, I kind of find that interesting because I thought, well, it really kind of takes two parts to make babies. <laughs> like, there's, there's a male aspect and there's a female aspect. So I've always found it interesting that the the focus or the emphasis was placed on the sire rather than the dom. And that's just one of those little interesting things that I noted with regard to the ways that we have created the 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 favoritism or the these i call them inventions around something that has more worth or more value than another and and this is not a conversation about the merits of breeding programs or that men are not potent it's please do not if you really want to go there go but that's not where i'm going one of the points i'm making is it's interesting how we use the energy of different words and what's really fascinating to me is the energy underneath everything we are saying and choosing and being is really the energy that is getting communicated. And I'll ask you, what is your awareness? When you're having a conversation, and regardless of the words someone might be using, are you, what are you really perceiving? Are you perceiving the actual words? Is that the only thing you're going by? Or do you find that more often than not, what you're actually perceiving underneath what they're saying or behind what the person is saying is really where you're taking your cues? Yeah. Yeah. So we have this funny thing called awareness. <laughs> and you might have heard me talk about that a number of times because <laughs> awareness is one of those, huh, wow, oh my goodness, what do I know? Oh, Apparently, I am. I have way more knowing than I've been willing to acknowledge. And what am I aware of? Oh, I'm apparently aware of way more than I've been willing to acknowledge. 
And more often than not, that is the case. We're so aware. Now, we're not necessarily cognitively aware, and that's not a wrongness. I went through the majority of my life so far not necessarily being uh, choosing my awareness. I was really functioning largely from not being in my awareness. And part of what that creates is a really big mess. <laughs> to put it really succinctly, it just makes a big mess. Yeah. So, so potency for me is something that ha has really been up in my universe these last few weeks. And it's kind of like my life has been offering me um, some possibilities to play with. Well, it's not kind of like that. It actually is like that. <laughs> my life has been offering me some possibilities to play with. And my willingness to really choose that um, has kind of been all over the place. I've been willing in five seconds, and then I wasn't willing in the other five seconds. And then I was willing again the next morning, and then I wasn't willing again that afternoon. And by the evening, I was willing again, and but I wasn't as willing as I was that morning. It's kind of interesting. Um, when we have our awareness, when we're willing to be in our awareness, and what it can bring us, uh, it's pretty amazing, i got to say. It's pretty amazing. Um, so I was on this call yesterday. And uh, with the amazing group of players <laughs> in the BIG, choosing BIG group. And yesterday was the third call of the first series of three. And it was a phenomenal series. And yesterday's call especially seemed to be the big old butt-kicking call. And it was, it was, it, what it brought me was another example of this information around potency. And I thought, wow, you know, everywhere I'm not willing to be choosing and I'm not willing to be receiving, I'm actually creating a mess in my life. Now, this was my awareness for me. So you all don't have to have the same awareness for you. And if you're in a place in your life that it is working for you, awesome. I am in no way suggesting to any of you that you're doing anything wrong, what I really would like to play with today for this show is really getting an awareness of our potency, what that is for us, really maybe even getting to a space, if you haven't already done this, of having some allowance of your potency. And, and even for some of us, just even beginning to acknowledge that you have a potency, that you are a potent being, um, sometimes that in itself is you know, really a big deal for us. We we can have a few points of view around that. So let's start off with a question. What is potency to you? What does potency mean to you? Wow. Interesting. Wow. So the energy that comes up when I ask that question is kind of like wonky woozy all over the place, like, oh, well, I have some potency, but I don't know if I really want to look at what it means to me. So everything that that's creating in your world in this 10 seconds, would you be willing to choose something different now? And would you be willing to have your awareness about your potency and your awareness of your potency now? Awesome. 
awesome. Awesome. I love the chat room. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. So, yeah, so what is your potency costing you? And obviously, this in the, in the first line of the question, or first examination of the question, yes, we could be talking about um, expenditures. And what else is your potency costing you, I wonder? Let's play with some stuff with that. So if potency really didn't have to have as much to do with something physical, what else is possible with your potency, with our potency, with the potency of each of us? I wonder if maybe our potency could be our ability to change anything. And if you got present with your potency, if you were choosing to be present with the potency of you, would you be willing to actually look at that? Would you be willing to actually have a sense of your potency? So is your potency showing up in a certain way? Do you notice there are things that come really easy for you? Do you notice that you seem to have confidence in certain areas of your life and maybe not other areas of your life? Um, do you notice things that people say to you as far as, you know, when they're complimenting you or acknowledging you for something that you bring to the party or that you provide? Um, I wonder if indications of our potency it is in are in these places and these spaces. And so if you haven't already done this, everywhere you have not been willing or not been choosing to acknowledge the possibility that you actually are a potent being, would you be willing to choose beyond that in this moment? Awesome. So what else is possible now with our potency? Yeah, so sometimes I kind of get that this word lands a little bit sideways for some of us. So I wonder what it is that creates us as unwilling, some of us, as unwilling to acknowledge it, unwilling to actually be present with it. So what are some of the things that keep you from your potency? or from even considering the potency of you. Yeah. There's a lot of stories that have been created. There's a lot of invented rules and requirements and shoulds that you're not supposed to be potent. Huh. Which I think is kind of fascinating in my interesting point of view. You show up on this planet <laughs> the, the fact that you have shown up on this planet, for me, is an illustration, a demonstration, an example that you actually are a potent creator. The fact that you have chosen to come here to play, for me, indicates a potency. For a being to co-create a body and to actually show up in that body, and to actually choose to move through all of the experiences that we create throughout our childhood and into our adulthood, 
for me, I look at that as a potency that you got from from birth to this point seems to require in the way that I look at the world, there has to be a potency present or you you wouldn't be here. So I wonder what we're going to discover <laughs> with this. <laughs> I know that that's a little bit of um, that, that popped some question marks. So, so let's play with some more after the break. Um, what I would like to invite you to do is be with a question. Um, let's do a show me question and just ask your life, ask you, yourself, your infinite being, ask, show me, show me the potency of me. And if you could just remove all expectation of what it's supposed to show up as and just allow whatever energy shows up, allow that to just be for this next few moments while we go to commercial break. And let's see what we can create and play with after we get back. You're listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I'm Keisha Clark, and I am so grateful you're here, and we'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 In Canada, at 613-800-8736 in the UK at 033-0001-0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com Now back to our show. <laughs> 
Welcome to the next segment of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and I am so grateful that you have come to play today with potency and what is your potency costing you. And one of the things that um, that I invited folks to play with over the break was to begin to ask to be shown the energy of your potency. And I wonder, uh, I put a question in the chat room over the break, I wonder if any of you would like to share uh, a little bit of what your potency or the potency that you have acknowledged so far. And um, an interesting comment came up. Uh, Someone said, my potency often shows up as pathetic first. (laughs) Cute, not bright. I I can relate to that. I I play that game. (laughs) And so, wow, this is so interesting. One of the things that I am really aware of in this 10 seconds is how much we actually resist our potency, how much energy we put into really doing everything we can do to not acknowledge our potency. And this has always fascinated me. Now, um, I've done that myself. So it's it's not – I don't say that this has always fascinated me from <laughs> the space of not really having a sense of having done that. It's really – this is like – it's such a popular choice that people make to to actually deny the potency of them. And having done this for probably the majority of my life so far, this time around, um, what I can say is it seems to come down to, for me, what it seemed to be relative to was that I was more willing to buy the stories and I was more willing to buy someone else's definition and someone else's requirement. Um, and I and what I'm kind of getting in, into in this point in my life is that that's kind of an easy out for so many of us, that that, that is a way that we don't have to acknowledge that we actually did choose to come here, that we actually do have a choice of what we can do on this planet, that we actually can be present as a change agent. And it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be in the personal develop field, personal development field. You don't have to be a coach, a scientist, uh, an archaeologist. You don't have to be something specific to be an agent of change on this planet. You don't even have to be an agent of change if you don't want to. It's really, it's not a requirement. And at the same time, what I know about energy is that energy is constantly changing. It is the nature of energy. It is the way energy behaves. And if you've ever heard me talk about energy on any of my shows, one of the fundamental things that I know about energy is that energy responds. So for every single one of us making every single choice in every single moment of our lives, we are responding to an energy that is present, whether we're cognitively acknowledging that or not, and we are making a choice to put energy out into the world. And everyone and everything around us is responding to that energy. And we are responding to what then that energy creates that we then receive back again. 
So what do you know about why, not why, it's not about why, what do you know about the choice that brought you here or the choices that brought you here? What do you know about what you came here to play with? What do you know about what brought you to this point? You chose embodiment. Okay, awesome. And did you have to have a reason or justification to show up here? Or do you have a sense that you actually were kind of excited? And maybe with the things and the the information and the awarenesses you have, or that you had, that you had a knowing that you were going to show up here and you were going to create something fun, amazing, exciting, adventurous, joyful. And yes, not everybody shows up here to create fun, exciting, amazing, adventurous, or joyful. Yes, some people choose, some beings choose to come here functioning from the points of view that they must control something else or that they must contribute to something to be a form of control on others. Yes, it's all about choice. So just because you choose to come here to have fun doesn't make you more or less potent than somebody who chooses to come here to create something that may that others of us may not call fun. Okay? There is no right or wrong way to show up here. And there is no right or wrong reason to show up here. What I'm asking is, what do you know about what you have been choosing? And are you willing to acknowledge that now if you haven't done that already? Or if you haven't begun to do that? Are you willing to acknowledge the choices? So now let's go a little bit further. If you're willing to acknowledge the choices, are you willing to acknowledge that there is an energy present from which you are making those choices? And would you be willing to look at that for a moment? And would you be willing to begin to acknowledge the potency that is present with you, as you, through you, of you? Would you be willing to begin to acknowledge that? And if you've been acknowledging it, would you be willing to turn it up now? So this week, one of the things that has really been up in my face, in my universe, all over, it's just kind of like thrown me around because I've let it, because I've chosen to be in confusion about it. (laughs) I know, I'm I'm the only one, so just humor me, if you will. Um, I have had some, some possibilities that have come into my world, and... I have been receiving the the awarenesses and the information that is really kind of collectively a big neon sign of it is fucking time, Keisha. And I have not wanted to acknowledge that. (laughs) And what I get is that we kind of do this in increments, and that's really okay. So for everybody who's doing this in increments, it's really okay. You know, we get it when we get it. You get different pieces of information and it adds to the collection and then, you know, some of it rearranges. Some of the energy has to change. Some of the energy then goes away. Some of the energy 
modifies and some of it morphs. So it doesn't make any of that wrong. It's just, I get it. I get that that's really how most of us do this. And partly what I get is <laughs> there's no model of this that we see readily available to us in the world. There is really not a how-to book for how we apply our individual uniqueness to this world. I get that. So I ask you to please keep choosing the things that give you that inspiration and bring you what it is you are asking for. Those are parts of the ways that we stay in the game here. And follow what you know. And I'm not talking about your cognitive intellectual knowing. I'm talking about your beyond cognitive knowing. Would you be willing to follow that? Would you be willing to choose toward that? So when all of this stuff has been up in my world and in my face, this, this well, it's been more than just this week. It really has intensified this week in particular. And, and I received some questions that have really brought me to look at what am I doing with the potency of me. And as a body worker for 20-something odd years, I've always grasped the concept. Like, it was just never... I always got this, how when we're not utilizing energy to... When we're not moving the energy of our bodies certain ways, then other things begin to show up. Stresses, fatigues, tensions... And it actually has a destructive force on our physical body. So when I talk about potency, we can really apply the same thing. So all of these things, these desires, these joys, these dreams that are in your universe are asking to show up in, as, and through you. If you are resisting them, are you aware of what that is creating in your life, in your living, and in your body? Are you truly choosing to have awareness of that? And that's one of the things that really showed up for me this week. And I could have said that as of four, five, seven days ago. I could have said that. And I could have said that from a more of an intellectual place. And today... <laughs> Having been reminded, having had this really brought home for me, so to speak, this week, it's even more up in my universe. And I look around and I notice unlimited numbers of people, unlimited numbers of bodies are actually demonstrating the indication that we are not allowing the potency of us to really show up. So what is happening? What I see is it's showing up as sickness. It's showing up in things and ways that we call disease. It's showing up as different disorders and syndromes. And you know what? It can show up in a body that is five minutes old. It can show up in a body that's still in utero. It can show up in a body that's 12 years old, and it can show up in a body that's 25 years old, and it can show up in a body that's 80 years old. It doesn't really matter where you are on the linear timeline. The potency of you, the potency you be, is like this constant combustive energy. It is the nature 
of the energy of potency. And when you add your awareness and your presence to it, wow, it does open the door. It does activate the element that creates you as unstoppable. Do you get that? Do you get that? And are you willing to get that? I'm not asking you if you're willing to be unstoppable. Before you're willing to be unstoppable, are you at least willing to acknowledge that you could be? And what if you're unstoppable doesn't necessarily show up as uh, someone who does lots of these, what we call um, yan activities, you know, in the world of yin and yan. In, in what if your unstoppable isn't necessarily really demonstrative? What if your unstoppable is that you are a freaking awesome mom and you empower your children with information and awareness and you foster those energies in them that create greater possibility for all of you in your family. You show them things. You bring things into their awareness. What if that's part of your unstoppable? And if you're not a mom or if you are a mom or a dad, and that can apply for dads, what if you as a dad, oh my gosh, what if you as a dad are not necessarily being unstoppable in the form of uh, being, you know, a fireman or a doctor or a, a cyclist, you know, a racing cyclist. What if your unstoppable is you write books? You don't necessarily go out into the, the big wide world. You You inspire people. You bring this beautiful essence of your potency into the world as words that invite people into a space they never knew was possible. And as a dad, what if you offer that to your children? What if you have a way to craft words and energies so beautifully, so inspiringly that your children are in awe of you? That your children who chose to show up to be here with you actually are able to then cognitively be acknowledging before the age of 25, after a few rounds of therapy in many cases, that they are potent beings as well. And what if your unlimited is actually something loud and boisterous? What if your unstoppable is as a performer, as a public speaker, as a, um, uh, a oh gosh, a celebrity, as um, someone who is known as a world mountain climber. You know, what if your unstoppable is way out there and big and visible in the world? In either case, and in everything in between, you have a potency. Are you willing now to acknowledge that? And what are the ways your potencies can show up? Yeah. Any way you desire and any way that you are willing to allow them. It doesn't have to be difficult. 
It does not have to be difficult. And for some strange reason, as if we needed one, we seem to like to make it difficult. Yeah. So let's play with some more of this after the break. (laughs) I wonder if we can let go of difficult and if we can be willing to choose more of our potency rather than our resistance to it. Let's play with that some more when we get back. You're listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and we will be right back. (laughs) Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. Are you a bold, remarkable, unmistakable being that has felt like you're not quite fully engaged and firing on all cylinders in your life, your business, your relationships? Are you ready to join a big movement to assist you in choosing your bodacious invitation to greatness? Choosing B.I.G. is a three-part event taking place January 14th, 21st, and 28th of 2016. To find out all the details and to choose your best year yet, visit the Facebook event page at choosingb.i.g on the community page at b.i.g.livingnow or email b.i.g.livingnow at gmail.com. How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent, now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S., 815-880-8255, in Canada, at 613-800-8736, in the U.K., at 033-0001-0625, by Skype at a2zen.fm, or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. (laughs) Thank you to the chat roomers. (laughs) Welcome to the next segment of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark. We are having a really intriguingly interesting conversation today around what is your potency costing you? And 
we're going to jump back into the conversation in just a moment. I wanted to say a couple of things before we do that because I often am running it right up to the wire at the end of the show. So um, first, I would like to say a thank you. Um, you heard the commercial over this break of the B.I.G. movement, and I want to do a shout-out to my homies, my sister bitches, my sister goddesses, my sister witches on the airwaves, Miss Rhonda Burns and Miss Christine McIver, and to also Miss beautiful Melitza Yelenich. Um, thank you so much for creating this and allowing me to be, or inviting, well, both, allowing and inviting me to be a part of it and what it is creating, and I'm so excited. And for those of you who uh, would like to know more about B.I.G., choosing B.I.G., being big B.I.G., living B.I.G., which is all about being the bodacious invitation to greatness you truly be, no potency in there whatsoever, ha ha, um, you can actually go to the Facebook page of Big Living, and also you can look up Choosing Big, and it's B-I-G. Um, you should be able to find that pretty easily on Facebook. Um, I, I, I had no idea really what to expect, not that I needed to expect something when I started that, um, but I have been so pleasantly surprised, both with where the the women Christine and and Rhonda chose to play chose to go and with where I became willing to to be choosing to go and so I I thank you ladies and I adore you and I'm so grateful that I get to play in this bigness with you every day and how did I get so lucky thank you um I have another thing coming up something fun that I am doing with one of my very, very fine friends, Mr. Alan Jones, and it is happening on Tuesday, February the 2nd, uh, which also goes up early as Wednesday, February the 3rd, if you're not in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, and that is our first conversation of 2016 for Choosing Beyond Beyond, which is a little joint venture that I have with the fabulous Mr. Alan Jones, who is also another amazing host here on A2Zen. He and Tamara Yonker host the Playground of Possibilities on Mondays. And we are going to be talking about Happy Groundhog Valentine's Day. <laughs> so that is pretty much where I'm going to leave it with you because there is a link on this replay page and you can click on that. You can sign up for the conversation and you'll get the details to join us live and you can also read about um, what the Choosing Beyond Beyond is all about. You can also find Choosing Beyond Beyond on Facebook at Choosing Beyond Beyond on Facebook. So <laughs> there you go. And you can also play with me if you would like to do that beyond these conversations. You can play with me in a really kind of fun little way called Clarity Session. And that is a 20-minute for $20 session that I am offering on Tuesdays and on Thursdays. So if you go to my website, livingwell.weebly.com, you can find your 2020 T-Day offer on that site. And I do believe there's a way to click into that as well from this replay page. Next week, I'm going to be having a conversation with the amazing Alyssa Light. If you have not heard her, you need to be tuning in. We are going to be talking about, ta-da, salad, <laughs> and way more. So join us here next Friday on February the 5th live and bring some questions if you have them. Miss uh, Alyssa Light is the profitable innovator and she is uh, just fantastic and fun and I love her chutzpah. 
So we're going to be having really lots of fun with food metaphors and business possibilities. So join us next week for that. So now back into our conversation or maybe forward into our conversation about where we are choosing to make it difficult um, and creating our potency as something that actually is not working for us. Has anybody done that? <laughs> I'm the only one? Really? Okay, well, I'll just talk to myself for the next seven minutes. Um, so making it difficult is like this really popular pastime. And I have all kinds of interesting points of view that I could present, and it's really not necessary. Just wherever you're making it difficult, are you willing to maybe do something different now? Yeah. We have these amazing energies that we be. We bring them to this planet. And I got to tell you, the more I play with energy, the more I allow myself to really know what I know, and the more I seek out the the people and the questions and the the organizations and the whatevers that that really bring me into more question of of acknowledging what I know, I really get in so much a greater sense that we actually come here with so many capabilities and so many possibilities to create. And if we're not creating, what are we really doing? If you're not willing to create consciously, if you're not willing to create with some sense of being present in your life, what are you doing? And why are you doing it? And I'm just going to push the envelope a little bit and say, could you stop wasting the oxygen, please? Yeah. Yeah, let's go there. If you're showing up, but you're not showing up, could you maybe go somewhere else? Would you? Do you want to? And you know what? I have been at those moments frequently. I have been at those moments where if I cannot make this work, I am done here. This is not how I want to play this. I have so been in those places, and I have been in those places a number of times in just the last seven days. So please know, there is no wrongness in being in the frustration. There's no wrongness in being in the, oh my effing God, what the F am I going to do, and why can I not get this? And what I would like to offer you is, would you be willing to change why can I not get this to what else is possible? And bring out the show me cards. Universe, show me the energy of what is possible here. Universe, show me where you would like me to go. Universe, show me the people who came to play with what I have to offer. Because here's what I know about the potency of us. It is the potency of more nuclear bombs and hurricanes and earthquakes and avalanches and erup volcanic eruptions than we can even calculate, than we can even measure. It is a greater velocity of strength than we can even put a reference on. So when you are not allowing yourself 
to be the potency of you. It must, by all of the the way that nature behaves, the way the nature of energy is, it must turn in and it will. It will turn in and it will become the thing that destroys you. So I'm here to ask you, would you be willing now, starting today, if you have not been willing to choose it yet, would you be willing to choose to be the potency of you in the world, whether that's as a librarian, whether that's as a cafeteria lady in middle school, whether that's as an engineer, a science engineer, a technology engineer, or a spaceship engineer, would you be willing to show up as the potency of you as an opera singer or uh, a hand glider or a bead, uh, a, a basket weaver? It doesn't matter what you're choosing. Would you be willing to add the potency of you to that? And I wonder what would show up if you were to start doing that. Maybe new people would show up. Maybe new animals would show up. Maybe new environments would show up. Maybe new properties would show up. Maybe a new car would show up. New friends would show up. By the nature of the energy of you choosing to be the potency of you, you will actually create change in your life. And what if that would allow you to play bigger? Would you like to play bigger in your own life? Or do you really want to destroy you? Is that what you truly desire? And that brings us to the question, what do you truly desire? And I know I don't need to preach at you, so I'm not going to. Because I know, I know that you have a sense of that. And I know that it is challenging. And I know that even then, you can still choose. So I invite you this week, my beautiful, amazing, potent creators and friends, would you be willing to choose your potency? And would you be willing to let it work for you? Would you be willing to let it bring the wealth of you into actualization and receive the wealth that is available and becomes available when you are being the potency of you? And would you be willing to change everything and anything because you can? I love you. I adore you. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?